everybody, and welcome to Dragged into Turbo Lasers, a Between the Bolter and Me podcast. This is episode 42. I'm your host, Eric Wire, and I'm joined tonight by my two brothers, Adam Wire. Hey, everybody. Greg Wire. Hey, everyone. And fortunately, we have another guest with us, uh, our good friend Eli, and I think he, he joined us on an episode a few episodes back, maybe talking about the warlocks but yeah nice to have you eli how are you doing i'm doing good thanks for having me again guys yeah, well i don't i don't know i think we're talking about something perhaps a little bit more exciting than the uh orlocks tonight or at least <laughs> exciting in the sense that the models are better um maybe or the concept of having nice orlocks would have been exciting but that didn't really come to pass but Tonight, we're going to talk about the newly sort of revealed and up for pre-order Age of Sigmar boxed game. I believe it's called Soul Wars. And we wanted to just kind of talk about some of the models and what kind of this game is, is doing and what's different, those sorts of things, and just kind of get everyone's thoughts on it. Since I think, yeah, I think it's going to be out this Saturday. Um... Oh, so which one of us has it on pre-order? Anyone? I don't. I don't. Eli? Uh, I do not, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Eric? I, no, obviously no. <laughs> but that's not necessarily to suggest that the game is bad. No, I like how, the game. 160 US dollars, is that what it costs? That is the retail cost. So that's fairly expensive. I mean, they do give you a lot of stuff. Yeah, was no, that so how much the first Age of Sigmar game was? I think it was close. It might be a little bit more. But I think this is pretty comparable to the Dark Imperium, or whatever they called the 40k thing. None of these are like snap. None of these are snap-fit models, are they? I think they all are. Oh, are they? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're all... Looking at the sprues, I mean, they're lo- it looks like a lot of... They have a lot of pieces. So I think they're not... They I don't think they're, like, the easy-to-assemble, snap-fit-like stuff of um, Shadespire and whatnot, but they still are, like, this mono-pose thing, and they're simpler than maybe some of the more traditional kits but I don't think they're quite as simple as yeah, like yeah. Shadespire stuff. So that I don't think they would put on the, like, the easy-to-build moniker that they've been for like the Shadespire thing, but they're not quite the same as their uh, multi-part sort of stuff. This, this whole box, it still doesn't seem like the perfect thing. Like, new to miniature games? Get this. Because I feel like it would be a little bit daunting for somebody to get all this stuff and then assemble it all and paint it all. Nah, yes, that that is true. I don't think they didn't like go out of their way to make it really easy for new players. But though I suppose one hundred sixty dollars, like that's a lot of money for like if people are getting it, they. They know what they're getting into, I feel. Yeah. I mean, I guess before we go deep into talking about the models, which I think is going to be the main thing, 
you talk a little bit about some of the other contents and like they've done in the past few games it's nice that they're they include like the core rule book i believe is like kind of a large hard covered thing so it's not just some cheap little um mini poorly printed rule book things like that and i think that's nice like that to me is a reason why it would be kind of nice if you would buy it like you don't have to like feel the need like oh maybe i should go buy the core rule book too like it's it's just in there and from well, what so it has the core rule book and then the, some other the core books looks pretty good like it has a, a start here guide and yeah so it does have some of that stuff as well and i think they're also they have like data cards for all the units and such which is pretty nice such that i think they have you know a bunch of things that make it perhaps easier to play and the fact that i think that's all nice and having the the core rule book is like kind of a large hard covered thing with a lot of background information about the different realms and i think also some of the the background of like how these mortal realms were formed and what led up to kind of this Age of Sigmar stuff, including all the Realm Gate War stuff and the things that happened kind of in the first game and what how it's led to this new sort of story arc with all the undead and whatnot. So that in itself is kind of nice that more than they had before, I think if you would get it and read some of this book, you'd actually get a sense of what's going on and age of sigmar and you wouldn't necessarily have to buy all their like 60 dollar major books talking about like the galmaraz quest stuff and all that crap that i never bought or read and it's nice that i believe that's all sort of summarized such that you you know know what's going on because at the moment i don't really know anything about age of sigmar I think that definitely was like a turnoff with like the last starter set. That it was just like it comes with enough rules for you to just kind of do something with the models, and then <laughs> then you have them, and it's just like okay, well, what what's going on with the story? And it's just like ah, we're working on it. Yeah. Well, the story they're they're big muscle bound corn dudes. What else do you need to know? And now they're called the blood. True. Reavers, or the Blood Frenzy, or the Blood Bound, or yeah, what I don't know what they're called, but any of those terms would be fine. <laughs> no, they're it's... probably used. It's true. Looking at the core rulebook cover, it says the definitive guide to the world's greatest fantasy miniatures game. The greatest fantasy miniatures game. That's saying a lot. It's interesting, like, you've already purchased this. <laughs> like, they don't Why have to do you have to it. call it the definitive guide? Like, it's reaffirming that you made a good choice. Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel the definitive guide thing is better. The fact that they have to assure you that it's the world's greatest fantasy miniature game, I feel, is a bit heavy handed. <laughs> yeah. If they don't say it, who will? Well, they probably say that the definitive guide because the game also comes with three other books <laughs> the the star tier book the core rules book and i think something else 
none of those are the definitive guide. They're helpful guides, but they're not definitive. They still leave a lot to be desired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not all the. I think all the those the three books have art of Stormcast on it, and they're all pretty cool. I think two yeah, of which okay. are actually female Stormcast, and like they look they look pretty good. Um, better than the models actually look. And maybe this can be a segue into talking about some of the models, but these, the Stormcast on these pictures, look better than the models because their legs aren't so gigantic. Yeah, like a lot of the Stormcast have huge legs. You got legs! <laughs> God, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah, no, I think it's it's something that I guess has always sort of been a thing that Stormcast like have really bulky legs, but I don't know for whatever reason I didn't think it was quite as noticeable as it is in some of these models. Kind of looks like the artwork; their heads are bigger too. That might be Hmm. true. Yeah. Well, Well, maybe it maybe not the heads are bigger than maybe it's just the. The um, bodies aren't as broad because, like, looking at some of the new models, like they're—I don't know what they're called. Maybe these are battle wizards. Where I'm looking at three, three battle wizards. Each they have a sword and then a mace wand staff thing. And wow, do they have broad chests! Like, the chests are so broad, it makes the arms look short, it makes it look like maybe they don't have necks, but maybe they do have necks, and... Okay, those are the three Evocators, a unit of Stormcast Eternal Wizards, each armed with a Tempest Blade and a Storm Stave. Yeah. The the what? Evocators. Evocators. They know, look like, they, pretty they, bad. They, 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 they evoke things. Yeah, they they evoke the tempest. I don't know. To me, it looks like they just didn't have any ideas for them, and they're all they all kind of look like they're doing jumping jacks, like and possibly the reason why they're doing jumping jacks and they all have their arms and legs extended. Maybe they're treading water. Well, yeah, they just. There's so much going on there that they can't actually put their arms down by their sides because their the chest armor is so bulky and their legs are so bulky. It can just ne- their arms can never be at rest. No, I don't know. That, to me, that I, and I feel that's just true for a lot of the Stormcast in this set. A lot more so than the original box game. They just look a little awkward. Their poses are a little awkward, and. They're so their chests are so broad, and their legs are so big. Yeah, now nah, these evocators or whatever, not wonderful. Do you think that they took like the original models and just like sculpted like robes over top of them, and that's why they seem so bulky at the top? Uh, possibly. I mean, I I assume they did just take the digital assets and layer stuff on but mm-hmm. <laughs> but so there's a unit of 
Stormcast with these large crossbow things, <laughs> and the crossbows, instead of flying like a bolt or an arrow, it looks like they're firing maces. Like or a, like a stake bomb or something. Yeah. Yeah, scepter. And that was maybe a little unfortunate. Yeah, it's a curious choice. <laughs> I feel like but, that would definitely hurt, though. Like yeah. if someone shot well, you with a so mace. So since the, the, the maces are so large, that's why they had to make the crossbows so large. Yeah. Well, do they Especially even carry like extra, extra ammunition and stuff? No. No, you I, just get one. That's well, what, magic. Why do they even have the, like... The extended, like the bow part of it, when it doesn't look like that has any bearing in the launching of the magic. I mean, the the weapons don't make sense, and we kind of knew coming in they weren't going to make sense. Well, so one of those models is is to be a female, um, and. Admittedly, like one of the things that makes her seem better than some of the other stormcasters, she doesn't seem quite as broad. No, it's yeah, that is true. She also is the pose is a little bit better because most of the other ones are like really leaning into their looks like they're weapons. thrusting their hips or something. Or it's weird. It's really weird. And just how, like, the, the guns sort of, the crossbows sort of have a weird stalk, but it's not something you could actually use, so they're not using it. Yeah, no, it's interesting. So, I mean, they're fine. I feel it's just another, it's sort of like their other crossbow archery units. Not great, but it, they're, they're fine. <laughs> Did the Stormcast already have crossbow? Archery unit? They had... Yeah. They had, they had like two. two. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe they had some with bows. Bow. Eli, you have to remember, they were releasing Stormcast models every month for two years. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's, I have that wrong, but they... Really true. Yeah, but they were releasing so many Stormcast models all the time and nothing else... For a while, if we it look seemed. at uh, the the female crossbow person, they have a 360 of her, and she is a gigantic shrine hanging off her ass. <laughs> yeah. For some reason. And the back of her helmet, there's like a belt thing That's to all, like. They've always had that. They all have that. Oh. Greg, have you never even looked at the Stormcast? Uh, clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> clearly well, not. Uh, what about the main Stormcast mage thing? Is if they're maces, what do we think of them? Wait, which ones? So essentially, the new like standard troops. Yeah, I have no idea what they're called. Oh, those people. Mace casts. Those people. Um. <laughs> I feel they look okay. Yeah, I think they're better than I think they're some the of the other stuff in this. They're I sort of like the robes. Yeah, I think their mm-hmm. poses are fine. Yeah, they're yeah, not they're not bad poses. 
I mean, these are more similar to like the original yeah, Stormcast. So. Yeah, like All the, the Liberators. Which, yeah, they tried a little harder to redesign them and make them look a little different. And give them robes. Yeah. They look okay. Their maces are interesting. They're probably a little too big, but that's... Yeah, I feel they're better, they're better designed than I anticipated. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I kind of like them. I feel they're some of the better ones in the... Is the 360 yeah. one? Does this one have a shrine on his ass? He does not. He does not. Shame. Not all of them can have that, I guess. Not all of them can have that detail. That extra detail. Well, so, in, in addition to having, like, crossbows, they, they actually have, like, a bolt thrower type thing, too, now? Yeah, they do. That's uh, kind of cool to see them bring that, because I feel that was sort of a classic archetype that most of the races had in, like, the old Warhammer stuff, and there aren't, you know... Well, here's what, yeah, what really doesn't make sense. Like, they, the bolts that it shoots are actually pretty small, like, to the <laughs> point, like, they're the size you would imagine the normal crossbows that they're holding would be, and then maybe this would launch those huge maces, but it doesn't. Um, yeah. yeah, no, it's curious. I like that it has feet. Like, mm-hmm. like actually, like, clawed feet. Well, I can I mean, imagine it think... being an ambulatory thing. And like, walking. Yeah, walking, maybe great. biting people with its maw at the front. I'd like yeah. that. Um, it is interesting, based on how small the bolts are for it, and how wide the bore of each of the barrels are. Like, I don't quite know why they're so wide. To do- to dramatically decrease the accuracy. Yeah, I think that's it. That's what they were going for. <laughs> yeah, clearly. So, so I mean, yeah, overall, it looks pretty nice. Um, I'm it looks glad they nice. introduced one. Um, and I guess the only other Stormcast thing I don't think we've well, really we didn't talk about, about the characters, the two yeah, the character models. <laughs> so let's start I, with. Griffin Rider. Griffin Rider. So Griffin Rider, um I he I think he looks overall looks nicer than the like the riding leader from the original box game. Like the Griffin thing he's riding just is a lot more appealing looking to me. Like overall I think it looks good. Um, his body, the the rider's body is so broad and if you look at the back, his back it is also so broad. Um, They're all like that. Looks like Rob Liefeld proportions on a big (laughs) muscly dude. At least he has feet. Yeah, if Rob designed it, he would try to hide the feet. Because he doesn't (laughs) like drawing feet. But uh, So the weirdest thing for this is... I sort of question why they decided to have this pose where the griffin's like rearing up. Because in doing that, it sort of exposes, like, the belly of the beast. And you can tell that it's just... The belly of the beast wasn't actually sculpted. Or if it was, they had to get rid of it in the molding procedure. And it's just, like, a a washboard flat. Yeah, that's incredible. (laughs) Like, 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 it's just flat down there. A flat a flat piece that they painted all black so you wouldn't be able to see it as well. But, like, 
if it was just not rearing up like that, you wouldn't see it, and it would be okay. But since it's rearing back up, like, you can just see how it doesn't have a belly. Well, that, this sounds like this is a between them Bolter and me conversion challenge, Adam. Yeah, I mean, I feel like <laughs> you'd have to, like, just cut all that out and re-sculpt it. Give that the belly. beast a belly. Yeah. Give that beast a belly. Get in the belly and, of that beast. Yeah. <laughs> or give the beast a belly and then change the rider on it to be... Use parts from the this female wizard person because her body and stuff isn't so fucking wide. Like well, no, the I think rest it would be even cooler to have like the beast be walking around and the the rider would be like hanging off from like the spurs uh, like a mass of crystals. <laughs> I actually think that would look really cool. <laughs> it would be cool. It would be cool. Um, more crystal warriors. Yeah, I need to get back to that. Like overall, I mean, it's a nice model. Um, it's just you question why they, mainly the belly of the beast. Why did they let you see that so prominently? Yeah, they yeah. weren't gonna like make an, an at least a, like even a partial effort to conceal it. Yeah. Well, so I, I briefly mentioned that the. the female battle wizard or battle mage i don't know what she's called but i think she looks pretty good like as i said it's nice that her torso is not so broad Mm -hmm. even the legs aren't as big as yeah Yeah, they're not as big which i feel like if all the stormcast had legs more like this they just look better for it Mm mm-hmm I don't really I mean, love the pose. Yeah, it's not a very good pose. I mean, it's similar to the, like the what were they called the the battle wizard castigators mm-hmm. or whatever. But, it, it, this, but makes this, more this makes more sense. It like it's like that maybe that there's a purpose for this. So I like <laughs> she's calling down lightning from the heavens. Yeah, it's also it's also like the exact same pose as like the uh, the avatar of Cain. That's true. Yeah. Like, even to, like, the thing that it's got in its hand. A little flask. Uh, crystal yeah. flask. A cool, a cool pop. Like a freeze, freezy pop. Maybe. Yeah. Hopefully. Something along those lines. Or or a pointed seashell. Like she's, a conch. Yeah, she's <laughs> gonna put it to her ear and hear the ocean. And those are, beast everybody, those are, <laughs> those are spirit flasks. Ah, uh, that's how spirit flasks gets there. Um, the only thing that I don't like about the model is how she has that mace or whatever on her side. Like, it's just not positioned right. Like, unless the head of the mace really weighs nothing, like, it wouldn't stay up like that. Like, yeah. at all. <laughs> that is but, true. I mean, what? That's a small point. Yeah, but I think she's probably one of the better models. Well, we've talked enough about Stormcast. Let's get into the the Night Gaunt Undead stuff, because I feel that's the most... The most interesting stuff, and what I think most people are probably excited about. Yeah, just some new Undead models, like 
Yeah, if you're buying Soul Wars, you're probably either buying it for the rules or for the Night Gods. <laughs> we were already talking about Rob Liefeld designs, and maybe he designed these because he hates drawing feet. No feet. None of my feet. No feet, no legs. That's probably why the uh, Stormcast legs are so big to, to compensate Make up for... for the no legs of the, the Night Gods. Are they even called Night Gaunts? Have I made that up? Uh, I think they're, yeah, I think it's... Oh, Night Haunts? Uh, night Haunt, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I know so little about it that I, I couldn't have said. Yeah, Night Haunts, huh. Okay, well, the Night Haunts. Well, what do we want to talk about first? I almost think, so there's some... The Carnrafe, maybe it was like an older GW model, one of kind of the initial kind of clam pack models, which is like the legless wraith with a scythe and the model that launched a thousand conversions. Yeah, (laughs) certainly one of them. But it seems like they kind of took that design and made a bunch of them. Three of which have scythes and the other one has a bell for some reason. I think like even even like all the characters though I think are pretty much just based off of the Cairn Wraith. I guess that is sorta of true. Uh one of them's on like a horse or what used to be a horse. Horse ram horse. Yeah, spectral horse wearing a ram head helmet. Something along those it lines. It has legs then. Who has legs? The horse, not not the the rider. Not the rider. That actually in itself is kind of humorous. <laughs> that he's riding it, but like, and he's sort of over top of it as though he has legs, but he does not. I kind of like that. It's kind of cute. Well, what, what models do we want to talk about first? I don't think any of them got a leg to stand on. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. It's true. Well, let's talk about the the ones with the sides and the bell because they are probably the most reminiscent of that initial Karn Wraith model. Oh no, I think they're cool. I mean, I I don't love that the one has a bell for some reason. Like, why would anyone put a bell on top of a long pole like that? He got sick of carrying carrying around the scythe and he wanted to change. Found a bell, a few bells, and like whatever. Then he strung a bell off of his ass. You gotta be the change you want to see in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. One thing to keep that the same Carnwraith imagery, like their hoods have this sort of like studded Mm -hmm. piece of leather, which is interesting that they kept that. I do like that the one that has the bell. He is the only one that is not wearing a blindfold. It's true. Which is, is kind of cool. So yeah. maybe that has something to do with And I think bell. what's sort of interesting... Is that a metaphor? It's probably like a half-assed one. Yeah, clearly. I sort of like... Or it's interesting. I sort of <laughs> he doesn't like have an how... ass either. I just realized that. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of like how the one, like, his arms, like, look super disjointed... And they mm-hmm. kind of get away from, like, sh- it may have once been a person, but now it's just sort yeah, of... Yeah, actually, I kind of like that. Like, they're just This somewhere. spectral manifestation to, like, hold these sides. And I think that's interesting that they kind of 
use this as an opportunity to kind of explore sort of a different, more horrific sort of shape, and I like that. I mean, most of them are, look kind of normal, except for that one, and I, I like that. It makes it such as almost as this ridiculously hunched back, and I don't know, it's kind of cool. Well, why don't we now move into talking about this, the Skaven version of those. Or horse, they're horse heads. They're horse heads. Or do, are, are they horse heads? I think they are, and I think Cause it's... Because you come to think of it, that's not, what a, that's not what a rat skull would look like, is it? No. Not really. It's not. It's or even a horse skull. I don't, I don't know. But they have long, interesting skulls. Mm-hmm. They're glaberates. Glaberate stalkers. I so, think. is that true? Like, you didn't I think make that's that what up? they call them. <laughs> okay. In the rules. I kind of like them. I mean, I think they're a little That's bit... not what a rat skull looks like. I just looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's all. That's supposed to be a horse. Skull. A horse? Especially, yeah. like, if you look at the ones, like, that are closer towards the back. Yeah, it's a horse skull. It's a dead horse that has manifested human arms. So yeah, I mean, I, I I actually really like them. I don't. Their weapons look terrible, but they're just so the weird. Large, bodies like, and heads are cool. Yeah, I don't like how like their their weapons are so so large that I think yeah, it, it kind of takes away from the creepy nature of the the body itself and everything. It's just a big floating spear. That's all you need. All you need. I feel like it's like, at least like a slight like reference to like the Mary Lude. That could be true. Which I really, I really like that. Okay, I'm gonna put this out there. I don't know what the fuck that is. Um, I only, <laughs> I only know about it because of uh, the gardens of uh, Hakate or Hakete. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, it's like a old folk custom in like southern Wales. Um, where essentially, like, carolers would get all sorts of rowdy, and, like, they would go to people's house, and, like, one of them would have, like, a horse skull on, like, a stick, and, like, have a cloth, like, over them, and then essentially they, I don't remember if they presented, like, the person who owned the home with a riddle, uh, and the person had to answer it, or they'd just come in and eat all their food and just get real rowdy, Mm. so... It's like a much more fun version of Christmas. <laughs> yeah, okay. With a horse skull. Hmm. But yeah, yeah it reminded me of that, yeah, which I feel yeah. like it's it's kind of a reference to that at least somewhat. Mm-hmm. Well, so do we want to talk about the assless guy riding the horse? Yeah, why not? So the horse has spectral that. legs. Yeah, I, I like but this model. The horse's legs are made out of cloth. The cloth I mean, yeah. drape of the... the I like that the, the horse's skull, like each of the mandibles, they look really thin. Like that, It's not mm-hmm. like thick because that's as good as plastic 
casting would do. Like it, that's nice and thin and good looking. <laughs> the design the of the rider, not rider thing, is pretty much the same thing as the malign portent, portent uh, model, I believe. But they just put it on a steed now. Keldrath, yeah. I do. Trials. I do really like the fact that if you look at like the like the spectral steed, like from the front. Like he does not have the same problem as the big griffin. Like he actually, you can see in his chest cavity yeah, and ribs can. are shaped like in there as well. Yeah, so that's that's true. pretty cool. But I, yeah, I do. I also really like the the spectral quality because on the one side it kind of looks like that's like tattered cloth that goes down and deform its legs, but on the other side it looks more like it's its skin, like spectral skin. Like I think all that is like a very interesting design choice. And looks kind of cool. And it sort of fits along with the rider with his sort of tattered cloak that Dara's not legs. And I don't know. I think all that imagery is looks nice. And honestly, he looks more convi- like he's more convincingly riding something than many of G- GW's riders, and he doesn't have legs. <laughs> yeah. That helps. Know. Uh Looking at his like sword, I feel like I, it, it definitely is very long, but I, I feel like it is massive. Like, it's it's big, but I feel like it's much smaller than I would have anticipated them to make. <laughs> yeah, they could have gone a lot. Like, like yeah, the, the big the main thing that's huge about it is like the hilt and all yeah. that stuff. It's huge. Yeah, it's like longer than the blade, practically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the actual, like, the blade itself, though, is, I think, surprisingly, like, restrained. Yeah. I don't know. Like, looking at, like, the other the other weapons for the, the Night Haunts as well, uh, like the little troop-looking dudes, all their They're swords also. Tame. Yeah, they seem, like, exponentially smaller than anything that any, like, thing with the word blood in it has ever had a weapon. <laughs> like, that small. Yeah, I mean, the standard... Like little wraiths or troops that they give you, I think overall look really nice. Like they're all shackled, and again, they don't have legs. Well, let's talk and about them. They all of their weapons are pretty. They're pretty small in size for at least a GW weapon. Mm-hmm. Are we talking about the regular? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like them. I really like the guy that's in like the the stocks. I don't know. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then the oh, one yeah, he's cool. has like a mask over his face, like with no eye holes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Overall, I like all of them. They're nice. They're pretty small. Yeah, they're nice. The weapons, as was mentioned, are largely fairly tame. Yeah, they're pretty Better small. They're much smaller than I would have expected. Yeah. <laughs> What's not tame is the. Macabre Executioner's Axe, or Macabre, <laughs> or the Lord Executioner, though they call him. Nah, Which he's axe. interesting. I, he's not I think subtle his, at all. No, I think his head's cool, though. That's yeah, the best part. Yeah, I agree. And uh, the screaming skulls flying around the, the gallows are cool-looking. Yeah, I feel the gallows is maybe it's a little heavy-handed. Yeah, but I'm waiting Why? for somebody to take that that gallows and 
attach it to the back of a Chaos Space Marines backpack and say that it's cool. <laughs> uh, isn't there already like a Nurgle Lord that has that? Oh boy, I don't even remember. Yeah, isn't that it? Wasn't the kind of like the remake yeah. of Brian Nelson's classic oh, yeah, plastic right. guy? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think Nurgle dude. Yeah, he has that. No, I don't think it's this big, though. Yeah, no, I don't think it's that big. It's held on by a little flap of skin that's pinned. It looks pretty dumb. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I like the executioner's axe, or, like, the the axe head is interesting. It's just so big. It is gigantic, though. But, I, I, I don't know, I feel that's maybe fine. He's an executioner or whatever. Magic. I mean, honestly, if you were going to buy, like, the set just for, like, if you really wanted a bunch of Cairn rates, like, you almost get, like, the same amount that you would get if you spent 160 bucks on just Cairn rates. Yeah. <laughs> and then you would have, like, all the other models for free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I, I like the Executioner's face particularly, like you said, and how, like, this sort of cloth hang down sort of makes, like, a ghoulish sort of moaning... Mall, like I think that's neat. There are a few other character models. There's one with kind of like a staff, the wizard guy. Yeah, and he has an interesting like mosquito-looking beak thing. He's a pharaoh. Yeah, yeah, I think he's, well, he looks pretty. Also, well, the executioner. The executioner, keep his theme song. I don't know if any of you know the, uh, like the the thrash metal band Power Trip. Mm-hmm. They just released an album this year, or maybe it was last year, that everybody went nuts over. But they have a song called Executioner's Tax, with like in parentheses swing of the axe, swing of the axe, and it, <laughs> it's Executioner's Tax. Like it's good. It would fit perfectly with. <laughs> the Lord Executioner and his axe swinging it. So, that's a shout out to Power Trip and Executioner's Tax. And Executioner's in general. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, w- one of the models, I hadn't really looked at too much. I don't know what he's called, but he's holding these locks. He's got some big old locks. And I don't know if I loved it that much, but looking at the 360 and like looking at how long and kind of creepy his arms are and how high he is off the ground imagine if he did have legs that would be some creepy shit that's a spirit torment guys I kind of like I like it a lot better than I thought and he has this weird face mask no eyes these sort of jutting cool yeah, I actually like him now. Him or her or it now that we thinking about it that yeah, way. how tall this would be, and maybe maybe some of these models do have kind of legs that flicker in and out of uh, vision or something. I, don't, I really I don't, like that concept. <laughs> like, I think that would make for a pretty creepy scene, and how he's just so spindly and long but then he's hunched kind of back like it's a, a yeah shit so that's a cool conversion idea trying to uh sculpt yeah, in the flickering in legs that would be so long and horrifying 
Yeah, I like it. I like it. The, the big Loxies can run. I don't, they don't look particularly cool, but whatever. Still... Well, interestingly, the keys that he's carrying around looks like they'd be large enough to actually <laughs> fit in those locks. Yes, so that's, that's nice. good for good for them. If they're gonna do, if they're gonna make them large and stuff like that, at least they had that attention to detail. Yeah, so I I I like him. Yeah, yeah I really like good. how weird and hunched and like leaning forward it is, and then because of yeah how long the the cloth is going down to the ground how yeah, it does suggest this tall blanky creepy thing that I think is cool <laughs> I guess maybe that that's all the models then I think we talked about all of them I think we got them so, uh, so everyone if you had to choose your favorite model what would it be uh, flat bellied beast Flat bellied beast. He's pretty flat. good. That's I, probably not my favorite. I just wanted to say flat bellied beast. <laughs> I think the the leader riding the horse, the the specter thing, I think is one of the best models in it. Swing of the axe, executionist tax. I, I mean, I like him. I don't really like the gallows much. I feel yeah. maybe having looked at it closer, I do like the guy carrying the locks. Just yeah, yeah. Now that I completely, I completely wrote that model off. Like, what the fuck is that? But now, now I, I he's cool. He or she or it, it's cool. Yeah, I almost think it's I mean, one of my. Favorites. It goes without but, oh, saying that the night haunts are the best. Uh, come to think of it, this, this oh, the the one carrying the logs. You could make a great conversion of it. Carrying suitcases, because <laughs> <laughs> it's in the perfect, away. the per or or pushing a lawnmower. <laughs> 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 like what, Greg? Get on it. Cool things you could do. Pushing a wheelbarrow would probably be yeah, that coolest. would be, be even better. A wheelbarrow that had. Dwarves you could be in it. wheeling dwarves. around some other small, yeah, smaller. Dwarves pictures. could be in it. Or just hanging on to the back of that Primaris Marine you're going to make uh, grinding. Oh, just... <laughs> just some Slimer shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. That would be pretty um, nice. Yeah, so Wars looks like a pretty neat set. Well, none of us are going to get it, but... <laughs> I really pretty... like the little little standard troop guys yeah. for the Night Haunt. Overall, yeah. I think just a good effort, like in particularly that, from the sounds of it, the the rule book actually substantiates the background. I mean, I think it has been kind of substantiated for a while now with all the novels and campaign books and stuff. But I don't think too many people, other than the most dedicated, would have actually read that. And now that there's a way to to read that and get even more context and such, I think is good. So I think. This was a good step to make the game a more substantial and satisfying thing that people might be excited to get into and explore the the lore and the background and make kind of some new things, their own armies and whatnot, and not be so shallow. 
Yeah, I don't know. I think I think just having just a, a book that comes with the set that kind of tells you anything about the background is is a good call. That was definitely one of the off-putting things about Age of Sigmar is I was like, I don't know where to begin, and it seems too much effort. Mm-hmm. And particularly the- when they got rid of all the old Warhammer background, which was pretty substantial. Yeah. Well, so now the real, the big question is, can you really find? Could you really find another person to go, go in on buying this game with you? Can you really find someone who would actually take the Stormcast? Me. eBay. Me. <laughs> That's not true, though. Don't people listening to this? Don't don't try to take me up on that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they got good robes. Yeah, I mean, I. We'll think I about. think they're not like the original box game Stormcast, where at least if you got them, you could just spray them silver and put That's some null oil true. over them. Like these ones, these require some more effort. More effort. Yeah. I don't know. I think now that like Primaris Marines are a thing, it's just like, well, I could use them to make true skill Marines. Eh, never mind. I got Primaris <laughs> yeah. Marines. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, now the Stormcast for a short time were something that people did kind of try to use to make Marines or Blood Angels, things like that, and that that was not long lived. <laughs> um, is it worth talking about the? On the community site, they've revealed two of the character models that I believe Brian Nelson sculpted. Is it worth talking about them a little bit, or do we want to save that I for another we can time? talk about that later. Like, okay. Um, well, yeah, Brian I mean, I, Nelson has sculpted, I think, at least two of the three major character models, and that's exciting. They look fairly good. Yeah, they we do can look nice. talk about them sometime in the future. Well, we've already talked for at forty-five minutes. Like, good, good effort to all you who've listened <laughs> this far. I think Eli, one of our key prime listeners, is well. You're talking to us tonight, so <laughs> you don't have to listen to it. And I'll probably listen to it again. Okay. Just be like, it's like a bear again. Yeah. <laughs> Living is wonderful. <laughs> well, is there anything else uh, any of you would like to kind of comment or say or think that needs to be... Yeah, it just needs to be stated about this box or the future of Age of Sigmar or anything of that nature? Power trip. Executioner's tags. <laughs> Give it a listen. You won't be disappointed. I agree. A wizard is never early or late. He arrives precisely when he means to. <laughs> he means to. Amazing. <laughs> the Power Trip album is called Nightmare Logic. It was released last year on Southern mm-hmm. Lord Records. Yeah, that's good. Fellowship of the Ring came out a long time ago. <laughs> Not that long ago. It's been a hot minute. Yeah. It's been too long. So long that there was time to record those horrible Hobbit films. That is also true. Yeah. Alright, well I guess we can probably wrap this up. 
Um, I guess thanks for joining us, Eli. Hopefully we can have you on again sometime soon to talk about other things, maybe not Age of Sigmar, who knows. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you all for having me, as always. Yeah, yeah no, it was great. And yeah, everybody, thanks for uh, taking time to listen, and we'll be back again soon talking about, I don't know, who knows, probably 40K stuff, but possibly not. (laughs) Until then, talk to you next time.